One of the barriers to our best life is the misconception of that dreams are not our reality. How many times have you heard that? Stop dreaming. Dreams aren't reality. Most of, our, most of us are taught our whole lives that there are two separate realities, that there's a dream state and then there's a waking state. And to wake up, there's no such thing, you know, like stop doing that. You know, we can't do that. That's, that's not real. So if we believe that we're, when we're in a dream state, we're in a world that is quote-unquote unreal. So we disregard dreams as a mental exercise that happens while we're sleeping. All of the things that we create during dreaming hours are considered not real. Waking consciousness, therefore, is considered reality, quote-unquote, and dreaming consciousness is treated as unreality. I really think that that's not true, and I strongly suggest that we reconsider that belief. Imagine that your dreams are simply different aspects of the same reality, and that they contain teachers for you on your sacred journey. So first, you begin by understanding that this is a primarily a world of energy that we live in, and only secondarily a world of material objects. Think about everything that's created, everything that exists. It starts with a dream. It starts with an idea, right? It doesn't just appear, except for everything that God created around us, everything in nature, you know, the trees, the birds, the bees, the, you know, everything. Everything in nature was created by, by whatever you believe in. I call it God, and God created it all. But, um, you know, just keep that in mind. But know that, you know, your own sacred self, the real you, um, you know, in order to perceive energy correctly, that is, it's what you're capable of in your dream state. You can connect with that. The entire basis of your perception shifts from concrete objects to energy shapes. So when you're thinking, think about some of your deepest dreams, strong, vibrant energy shapes. They say that dreams aren't in color. Although I don't agree with that because I've had colorful dreams, but most of them are very, very energetic. So what happens after a while when you get pretty good at this is that you really tap into your dreaming. It's called lucid dreaming where you actually, you're actually able to control your dreams. In lucid dreaming, you can control your dreams and, and uh, you're able to dream awake. Through the process of dreaming, you perceive other dimensions of reality are shut out by your conditioning. I'm not talking about dream interpretations and things like that either. I'm talking about knowing your dream life and being aware of experiencing dimensions of a reality while you're sleeping, which will also become available in your waking moments. Think about it. Your dreams are created by the same body and the same exact brain when you're awake, when you're conscious, during your waking hours, right? It's the same brain. It's the same process. So everything that you're capable of knowing and being convinced of in your dreams has a potential for being experienced at all moments of your daily life. Every single thing. Yes, this is radical. Yes, it is a radical notion. But it leads you to know the power of your energy body. You enter your dreaming world with a complete absence of doubt about what you can experience, right? You go to sleep and you wake up, you tell everybody about your dreams... And, you know, everyone laughs and hymns and haws and they don't take it very seriously, you included, because it's a dream. 
<sighs> but with the absence of doubt, that old killer doubt, there are absolutely positively no limits. So when you awaken to what you call your waking consciousness, you still have the same body, brain, perceptual equipment, all that stuff, but you introduce doubt. That's the killer. So you're dreaming all the dreams you have. It doesn't matter what you dream. My young daughter said she wanted to she wanted to fly. She dreams of flying. I always tell her, then keep dreaming it and it'll happen. I'll share some stories later with you of uh, some of our, of our kids and, and some of the things that they've put into their, they've manifested in their hearts and came to a reality. I'll give you one right now. Our younger daughter, Sophia, and she wanted to, uh, she wanted to get a pet duck. <clears throat> Two pet ducks, in fact. And I says, no way. No possible way I will ever get ducks because we've had pets, we've been through all that, and I knew what was going to be involved in getting ducks. Mm. I said, no way. I, I you know... Give her a whole slew of reasons. And she worked on it. And I said, I told her this though. I says, but I don't want you to give up asking. I don't want you to stop. I want you to imagine those ducks as though they're already here. I want you to imagine the cage they're living in. I want you to imagine the food you're feeding them, the water, everything you can imagine. She said that sounded crazy, but I said, just do it, please. I, even though I say no, I want you to keep asking me. She thought I was nuts. You keep at it. No matter what it is in life, you just keep at it. The irony is that she kept at it all right. She she got a petition signed at school from her friends on why she should have a duck. She drew me pictures of having ducks, wanting ducks, and, and, and just duck, 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 for a very long time. Almost, I'd say, well over a year, easily. And, um, you know, finally, she asked me, she said, okay, Dad, on a scale of 1 to 10, okay, 10 meaning we're going to get ducks and, and a 0, where are you at? You know, this is like probably halfway in. I said, where does hero, sweetheart? But keep trying. Well, after her drawings, I says, okay, well, you know, you've done such a great job doing the drawings of ducks. I, I'll at least give you a 1.0, a okay? And she's all excited. Ah, oh, Dad, I changed him. You see, she's smart. And this is what happens. She, she changed her father's view of a, of a zero to a 1.0. And even my saying it amazed myself. But how can you not? How can you not acknowledge that? That this child's energy was so vibrant and so creative that, that, that she created this magnificent artwork and energy to want to get a duck. And it was a 1.0. Of course you're going to give her some credit there. Well, after some time, went from a 1.0 to a 2.0 to a 3.0 to a 3.2.4. I played the game. You know, I thought she'd get tired of it. She never forgot what I told her, and she continued at it, and she continued at it. She went to my father, who talked to me and talked, tried to convince me to get a duck. She went to my, my wife's mother to try to convince me to get a duck, and even went to his, her own mother, to my wife, and, and she tried to convince us to get a duck. Time went on, and that zero, the 0.0% 0 .0 went up to a 10.0, and, and we ended up with two ducks. She never gave up. She never gave up and she put it in her, she took her dream and put it into a real world. So don't ever, 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 ever give up on your dreams. And I don't care how big they are. They're important. They're just as important as your sleeping dreams. So here are some suggestions for releasing um, your disbelief in dreams. When you go to sleep, try to encourage yourself to be aware that you're going into your dream state. Be aware of it. 
Think of it like you're going into an exciting movie. Be aware of that. Make an effort, a serious effort, before you, right before you drift off to sort of loosely see elements of your upcoming dreams. And take note of that. Take note of that. So just before you're, just, sometimes just before you're going into a dream, you, you actually have this balance between waking consciousness and dreaming. And you can sort of sense and feel and pick up things and experience as much of that detail as you can while you're dreaming. If it's a, a, a bottle, for example, or some kind of a bottle, bring it closer to you and examine it with the power of your mind. You have such power in your dreams. I've done this. It works. And you, you use your imagination to twist and shape and shift dreams around. And you learn a lot. You make direct contact with that energy in your mind, that mysterious energy, to find out what's going on. It's often telling you something. The energy body you have has appearance but no mass. Doctors can't cut it open who can't find it. So get familiar with that energy. And then once you get good at that, see if you can make yourself go from one dream back to another and then return to the same dream. So when you're waking up and you, you, you know, you're just in a dream, try to doze off and go back into the dream but control it. Try it. It works. Another tip is to make an attempt to observe yourself dreaming. Sort of picture yourself sort of an out-of-body out experience. So when you're sitting there relaxing, um, try to witness yourself as though you're up above looking at yourself dreaming. It's a little spooky at first once it starts happening, but you can do that. Become aware of your dreams and see if you can shift to uh, lucid dreaming each night. So what that means, again, is that you know, you're going from your sleeping dreaming into your waking dreaming. You're going back and forth. And feel the energy behind that. When you wake up, don't be scared of it. Be excited about it. Sometimes I keep a notebook by my bedside or I use it on my phone and I make a note, a smartphone, I make a note and I say, you know, oh, remember this, that. I have a lot of things that I've written, a lot of things that I've written. I call it my Zen journal. And I've done it, woken up. I wake up with these crazy but very cool ideas and I write them down. Some ideas are business-wise and I, uh, I acted on some of those. It's amazing. So don't be afraid to dream and don't be, be, don't be afraid to make your dreams your reality because everything in life, everything in your conscious waking life is a dream state. Everything we do. Think of Walt Disney. I mean, he dreamed nonstop. Think of anybody who's accomplished any great thing, even Elon Musk right now, dreaming of putting a, putting a sports car out, out in space, and he did that. I mean, anybody who's dreamed of something. It could be a child, too. Back to my, my daughter, Sophia, when she wanted to make a slime business when she was little. She dreamed of selling slime. So she did. I helped her make slime and little bottles and little labels, and she brought them into school and sold them and got in trouble for selling them. But nonetheless, she dreamed it. If you can dream it, you can do it. So don't be afraid of dreams and let those guide you to the best life ever. <laughs>